1: Uh, we don't have a lot of time. I want to get right to this uh, WTNH uh, Channel 8 and Emerson College and The Hill came out with a poll this morning on the governor's race, and there's a whole lot of elements to it. The headline is Ned Lamont at 48.5%, Bob Stefanowski at 38.4%, uh, just over 9% undecided, 4% say they'll vote for somebody else, and the margin of error uh, is plus or minus 3%. I want to welcome in Rick Green, Managing Editor at WTNH, uh, to talk about it a little bit. Rick, good morning.
0: How are you? Good morning, Brian. How are you? I'm
1: okay, good. Just before I get into my shtick, what, what's your general takeaway?
0: Uh, general takeaway is uh, Ned Lamont has to be feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, two months before the election, he's got a double-digit lead. Young voters, women are breaking towards him and Democrats. He retains a high favorability rating of 55%, which may be the most notable takeaway here. Uh the economy remains a huge issue in the minds of voters.
1: You know, it's interesting to me. And again, you can fudge the math any way you yep. want. It, it, you you could look at it two ways. At the previous poll, I mean, he has closed the gap. He was at thirty eight. Stefanowski was he's at thirty eight point four. And and Lamont is at fifty. Was it fifty? and now he's at 48 now so technically there's been some movement but if you were going to say something though i I would say the 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 only encouraging thing for mr stefanowski is there's nine percent undecided you get a margin error of three and that four i think the four percent say they vote for someone else is basically like just a subset of undecided so there are votes out there to make it more competitive Uh, you would think
0: it it will exactly and uh so we acknowledge that lamont has a big lead but we could look towards a What's going to make up your mind as a voter? A vast majority of people, a number of people, rather, say it is the economy. And then as we break that down a little bit, in the key uh, group of independent voters, we see that uh, that's a group where 57 percent of independent voters think the state is on the wrong track. Now, this is the largest voting bloc in Connecticut, and uh, that'll certainly be a group that Mr. Stefanowski will try to appeal to as he tries to whittle away at the Lamont lead. Well, I was
1: pretty surprised. I mean, I think in general, people are cynical about yeah, and uh, the fact that 52.6% thought yeah. the state is in the right direction. Both my producer and I, Matts Royce, we, we were sort of really kind of stunned that there were that many people think the state's in, on the right track based on all the rhetoric we get.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of negative advertising out there, but uh, what Lamont is going to be taking advantage of here is that a majority of people, as you said, 53%, think the state is on the right track. Um, and particularly when it comes to young people and women, uh, motivated voting blocs, they seem to agree with that, that they are, they are moving towards the Democrats and Lamont.
1: Yeah, we're talking with Rick Green, uh, managing editor for WTNH, uh, longtime yeah. journalist at at the Hartford Current as well. Is it difficult? I mean, how much you're involved in the polling aspect of it? You know, and, and Emerson and, and the Hill are, are credible. Yeah, is it just difficult to? I mean, the breakdown is is about 37 percent Democrats, 21 percent plus Republican, and 41 percent independent. Is it just difficult to get Republicans to participate in these polls
0: or to find them? uh... that's not my impression in talking to the folks at emerson polling um... I'm, I'm not a polling or data guy but i talk to them often and they seem to feel that they have a representative group here and uh, you know these numbers are not positive for, for for bob stefanowski yeah he's closed the gap a little bit uh, uh... less than it was in uh... in may but it's it doesn't appear to be headed in the right direction i mean he could hope that we start having some bad economic news. That that's probably the biggest thing that could begin to sway voters.
1: You know, it's interesting because I, I I because the name recognition is different. I mean, Lamont yeah. is the governor; he's out there every day, so I can see why the favorable would be low. What is it about Stefanowski? I mean, I don't know if you can qualify it, but yeah. it's a little surprising that his unfavorable is so high when he just hasn't done a whole lot in this. In, you know, in front of the state's consciousness.
0: Well, the director of the of the. Emerson Pohl said as much to us that, that this is a guy running for a second time and he has a relatively high unfavorability rating, 33%. So that's going to be a challenge for him. He still has to be in the game of convincing folks that he's the right guy for the job. And as we move into the final months of his second campaign, he has been unable to do that so far.
1: Yeah, so many interesting things to me. I mean, again, the the trustworthy thing was yeah. sort of in keeping with what we're talking about. He was at forty three point three, and Lamont at fifty six point seven, and th- those are difficult numbers to overcome at the polls. But what I was really interested in, you talked about how women and 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 some independents yeah. have moved towards Lamont. I'm wondering, even though Stefanowski said you know he supports you know the state laws on, on abortion, I'm wondering if that is the abortion energy coming into the mix.
0: Uh, I think we will probably see that. You know, uh, we know that Connecticut historically has been supportive of abortion. Voters have been supporting abortion. But we'll have some numbers coming out later later this week that will certainly uh, continue to reflect that. But, yeah, women, female voters are a a highly motivated group. You know, we have them breaking for Lamont 50 percent to 32 percent for Stefanowski. That's a pretty big gap uh, clearly, they are paying attention to the Supreme Court decision and also what Bob Stefanowski is saying.
1: So g- give us a sense, uh, before I get to my final point, what yeah. what else can we expect this week from WTNH and yeah. Emerson and so, Emerson? Uh, uh,
0: a lot of people will be interested in uh, the Senate race. Tomorrow we will be putting out results uh, looking at Leora Levy, the challenger to Dick Blumenthal. Uh, on uh, Thursday, we will have some numbers regarding abortion, uh, the presidential race, uh, and uh, state of the economy, and that sort of thing.
1: And those will all break out at 6 a.m.? 6 a.m., nice. yes, sir. Well, we love that in the morning show, fresh content.
0: That's uh, my job. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Rick, last thing before I go. we got a little, about a minute. Are you surprised at—because it's a midterm election, right? Yeah. And I, are you surprised by how many people— came out in this poll and said they, they were very likely to vote? Uh,
0: it's it's interesting, I think. Uh, it suggests that maybe this midterm election could be a little different than what we might be thinking. You know, the sense was a Republican wave. Yes, that may still happen, but there because of that Supreme Court abortion ruling, there seems to be some real energy on the Democratic side. Yeah. Whether that holds true on November 8th, I don't know.
1: Yeah, eighty-eight point five percent say very likely yeah to vote, and that's a that's a that's a big number. It, um, it really is. Yeah, I mean, I, I was. I mean, again, me, again, it's a poll. They answer a question. They they ask a question. They answer it. We don't know. Rick. You know, <laughs> we can only trust it so far. But, uh, Rick, I appreciate the time. And I have to tell you, I you know, ever since, as I grow into this role, you've been a really good resource for me. So I appreciate the time.
0: Let's stay in touch, Brian. Thanks right. for uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, thank you. Okay, thank
1: Rick, you, Rick Green. Uh, WTNH Managing Editor, longtime journalist here in Connecticut, breaking down the numbers for us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?